Hey guys, Carl here. I'm in New York for a special series of Short and Curly. I'll be back in Australia with Molly for our next lot of shows, but right now I'm hanging out with my American co-host, Shamita. We're like New York besties already. Anyway, on with the show. Hello, and welcome to Short and Curly. My name's Carl. And I'm Shamita. And we're basically best friends. Wait, what? Well, you know, we've been working on the show for a while, and I figure we've become more than just colleagues now, Shamita. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. You're right. We get along pretty well, but Carl, I've only known you for a couple weeks. So what? I guess I don't like just throwing around the word friendship so easily. Okay, but we're friends on Facebook. So? So it's official. (sighs) Okay, look. Short and Curly's a show to get kids and families thinking and talking about some of life's trickiest questions. So maybe today we need to look at friendship, at our friendship. Exactly what makes someone a friend. And why is friendship even important? And I want to know why sometimes someone's your friend one minute and then the next minute they're just not anymore. These might seem like easy questions, but sometimes making and keeping friends is hard work. But don't stress out. We're here to help. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, Curly, Curly. So, Shamita, you think we're at least close to becoming friends now, right? I guess it kind of depends on how you define friendship. (laughs) My heart is breaking. Carl, come on, don't be so offended. I'm just saying we should try to figure out what it means to be friends. Okay, fine. Hey, hey, what's that? I just I just got this great text message from one of my best friends, John. We're always texting, like, every hour of every day. And, and what's he got to say that's so funny? Well, he actually, he just sent me this really funny gif of a water skiing squirrel. Here, take a look at it, Carl. Isn't that hilarious? It, it is pretty funny. But <laughs> So the fact that John texts you every day makes him your best friend? Because, you know, I, I can do that. It's, it's not that hard to text someone a squirrel pic. Hang on. Look, I I can find one now. It's not just the texting. I mean, John and I have known each other for, what, eight years now? I mean, we're so close. We're always sharing things with each other. We tell each other everything about our days. We're texting in the morning. We text at night. We text about dumb things, like what we're even eating for lunch. I don't know. It's just we care what happens to each other. Oh, mm, mm mm-hmm. Soup. Yep, that sounds really poignant. Carl, are you texting me Just let me be your friend. Oh, sorry, Carl. That's actually John calling right now. Do you mind if I take this real quick? Well, no, that's highly unprofessional, but... Okay, great. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going, Sue? Hey, it's good. I'm so glad you called, actually. I wanted to talk to you. You're still going to Joey's picnic over the weekend, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I wouldn't miss Joey's picnic. Okay, I actually... Sorry, John. I'm I'm actually in the studio right now. I'm working. Um, Carl is here with me. He's one of my coworkers. I can't really talk for that long. But Carl and I were talking about our friendship. And I wanted to talk to you and just to ask you, like, this is so weird, but why do you think we're friends? Oh, man, what a good question from Carl. Uh... I think we're friends because we get along very well, we make each other laugh, and because we're always there for each other. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Just let me jot that one down. It is a 
top-notch friendship that borders on a little bit too much at times. Hey, what does that mean? We're always texting. We know what's going on in each other's lives. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. When big things happen in each other's lives, as as well as little day-to-day things. I also noticed that you had a nickname for Shamita. Does that mean that you've got a, a higher level of friendship then? Uh, I think I think a nickname could mean that, yeah. John T, Johnny T, you really did weasel your way into my heart, John. Let's talk later. I gotta get back to work. Yeah. Bye, John. It was really good hearing from John Shamita. Wait, Carl, are you actually taking notes? Uh, yes. Look, let's see what you listening at home think about what it means to be a friend. Okay, every episode we're going to have a few questions to give you. You can take some time to think about it or maybe chat with those around you. And feel free to pause the show when the music plays. But don't forget, you can hit play again when you're ready to keep listening. And our first thinking question today is, think about your own friends or friendships you see around you. What makes someone more than just someone you know? What makes them a friend? Hit pause now. Hmm. What do you think, Carl? Well, look, uh, I guess friendship for me is basically, you know, working on the same show together for a few weeks, just... Hanging out and... Okay, now, on this show, we also hear from kids across the U.S. And we call them our Brains Trust. So we ask them, what makes a friend? This girl, she's my friend because um, she's funny, she's smart, and she's exciting to me because she always has something new to play. Like, we don't always play the same game every time. Well, one friend I have, um, he's in my class. Um, We both like soccer, and we both are friends because we have the same thing that we like. And I think if we didn't have that, then we wouldn't have been friends. I guess it's sort of love at first sight, but, like, not that way. We love the same color, the same animal, pretty much the same everything. Okay, so my favorite animal is an owl, and I was like, Bailey, what's your favorite animal? And she goes, I don't know, probably an owl. And I was like... What? And I just freaked out. And it was like the first day we became friends. We, like, met. (laughs) I would want somebody that's, like, just like me, so that, like, say we're going to go do something together, we wouldn't have to argue. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I love Chinese food. She loves Chinese food. It's like, if we wanted to go out to eat together, we wouldn't have to decide on, like, something I wanted and she didn't want or she wanted and I didn't want. We could have, like, the same thing. If you, like, play a sport, if you on the same team as someone, you might just become best friends because they have stuff in common with you or you knew them for a long time. That's how you know they're your best friend. The point of having friends is for them to have your back. Like, if you tell them a very important and special secret, they don't tell. She treats me like I would treat her. She's very funny to me because I like to laugh so much. She's basically another me, just a different person. You know, I I sometimes think that way about John, too, that he's like another me, but just a little different, you know? Shamita, what's your favorite animal? I guess I would say an elephant. An elephant! What a coincidence. <laughs> me, too. See, we're destined to be best friends. Okay, Carl, 
calm down. I was actually about to say an elephant seal, so... No, that's what I meant as well, Shamita. I was going to say elephant seal, too. Well, actually, I do also think elephant seals are pretty cute, Carl. Yes, exactly. Now, there's one more member of our team we haven't heard from yet. No trip to America is complete until you have your very own philosopher. Mm-hmm. Jen Morton is from the City College of New York, and she's helping us out whenever we get into tricky and difficult territory on this show. Which is all the time. <sighs> but really, Jen, the first thing I want to know is, what has friendship got to do with philosophy and ethics? Ethicists think about what makes life and society good, and friends make both of those things good. Thousands of years ago, Aristotle, one of the ancient Greek philosophers, had a lot to say about friendship. And even though he lived a really long time ago, what he had to say about friendship is actually pretty applicable to our lives now. Oh, so so what did he say, Jen? So Aristotle thought that we could divide friendship into three categories. Oh, Carl, get ready. There's a list coming. I know you love making lists. <laughs> write this down, Carl. The first category was friendships that were based on what he called utility, or you might think about it as usefulness. So, for example, you're in the same class or you're in the same team and you become friends because you're around each other and, you know, it's it's kind of nice for you to have a friend in class, to have a friend in your team. So, like, your next-door neighbor someone who's just around you all the time? Or someone's co-host, perhaps. <sighs> See what I have to deal with here, Jen? Yeah, but th that's good, Carl. That would qualify as a friendship of utility. Yes. So what are the other two categories of being a friend then? So the second one are friends of pleasure. So those are the people that you have fun with, that it's nice to be around. And the third kind of friendship is friendship based on virtue. What's virtue? Virtue is having good character. For example, being loyal, being courageous, and so on. Mm, so that means you're friends with someone because you just really admire who they are. Yeah, exactly. And how can bringing philosophy or ethics to thinking about our friendships actually help in our day-to-day -day lives? That's a really good question, Carl. And I think what it can do is it can help us illuminate the different kinds of friendships we have. Um, as Shimita was saying, why sometimes you're friends with, with someone for one minute and then the next you're not friends, while some other friends feel more lasting and more meaningful. Uh, so, Shushu, you got any more questions for Jen? Carl, what did you just call me? That's my new nickname for you, Shushu. I'll allow it, Carl. Jen, thank you. Ah, okay, I now know what I need to do. Shamita, I pledge before you now that during today's show... I will prove to you beyond reasonable doubt that I am every kind of friend to you. Or at least that I'm heading in the right direction. Well, you don't have a lot of time, Carl. This is just a little podcast, so you better get moving. Okay, first up, I'm useful to you. Remember the other day when I didn't know where to go for lunch and I came to you and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm new in New York. Where should I go to get a slice of pizza? And you were like, oh, hey, Carl, why don't you go around the corner and get a $1 slice over here? That's what I sound like to you? Well, that's how everyone sounds to me. <laughs> okay, just be cool in order. Just be really cool. Hey, uh, can I get one of the mushroom slices, thanks? Mushroom slice? Yeah, thanks. Question, right away. Carl, this one's on me. 
You're my guest in New York. You have no money on you. Come okay, on. fine. This one's on you. You're a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. It's just delicious and cheesy and ooh, oops, a little bit of grease just pouring down my chin. I'm such a local. Okay, so I was useful to you. Yeah, I showed you where to get a great dollar slice. Right. But friendship's a two-way street, and I've been useful to you as well. Yeah, remind me of that. Remember how you're always forgetting to bring in fruit and you need that little pick-me-up <sighs> around 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, you're the best, Carl. I'm feeling better already. This apple really kicks in fast. Okay, easy. So we're definitely useful friends. Then. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, next up, pleasure friends. Now, remember how I told you that incredibly funny and awesome joke the other day? What joke? The one about the bagel. I don't remember that. How'd it go? What kind of bagel can fly? Um, what kind of bagel can fly? I, I don't know. A plain bagel. <laughs> A plain bagel. <laughs> Wait, what? As in like plain, but, but like aeroplane? Oh, Carl. See, I make you laugh. I, okay, I was actually laughing at you because that joke was so lame. Right, but it still counts. So, we're pleasure friends. <laughs> okay, hold on. Isn't pleasure friendship more about liking the same kinds of things? Okay, you're right. Uh, well, you and I both like Beyonce. Oh, love Beyonce. It's fantastic. And we also like the Vancouver ice hockey team, the Canucks. Yes, love the Canucks. And you and I are always talking about Beyonce and the Canucks. <laughs> Together and have, sometimes. Having yeah. a great time, you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay, I buy it. So, I think... We're pleasure friends. Okay, Carl, so maybe we are useful friends, and maybe we are pleasure friends. You mean definitely. But it still doesn't feel like we're real friends, like me and John. kind of just sounds like we're colleagues who like each other and get along. Shamita, you're so difficult. I'm not trying to be, Carl. I'm just saying I want to know what real friendship is. Well, let's see what your favorite pal, and Short and Curly's favorite philosopher, Dr. Jen, thinks about that. Hi again. Jen, you've just heard Carl give his case for why he thinks we're useful friends and pleasure friends. But Jen, I can't help but think that useful friends and pleasure friends are kind of the easier sorts of friends to make, right? You're right, Shamita. There does seem to be something missing from those kind of friendships. It feels like it's really easy to get into those friendships, and it can be really easy to get out of those friendships. They don't last in the way that normally we think of friendships are as lasting. So if someone's in your classroom and you're friends with them because they're sitting next to you and you start talking and you really do care about them, but then they switch to a different classroom, it might be that you just stop being friends. Or if, you know, you thought Carl's joke was funny, but then he makes more and more jokes and he stops being funny. That might happen. And then you're like, oh, maybe I don't want to be friends with him anymore. So usefulness and pleasure friends are very fickle. They can go away rather quickly. Some of our brains trust talked about kids who had been their friends one minute and then suddenly they weren't really friends anymore. Here's what they said. Friends come and go because... Um, you're like close together and then a new year starts um then there's like more people coming into their lives and you're just getting farther away from them that and then like their friends are coming closer to me it feels like it's like it's repeating it's like a sad cycle 
My friend from kindergarten, um, we were like really close. Like in fourth grade, we had a fight and we never saw each other again. I think it got broken because we started getting older and new things started happening and changing and I just didn't like it. You know, I just wanted my friend back, but it was, I don't think it was gonna happen. It's because like if you're near each other, you talk a lot. So then you guys kind of like develop a friendship that's stronger and stronger. But if you're in a different class, you can't talk to him as much as you did before. And that you get kind of like the connection kind of like breaks up. Well, and the first day when she came, I asked her if we can be friends. And then mm, we were playing a lot. And then we decided to be best friends because we didn't stop playing with each other. And then she didn't want to play with me sometimes. So she didn't want to be my friend. I don't know about you, but I can kind of relate to some of those stories. So does that mean that those friendships weren't really real or important? No, they're actually really important to our lives. They give us a lot of joy. You can genuinely care about someone that's in your class or that you have fun hanging out with, and they can really care about you. So it can be sad to lose a friend even if you were just friends because you were in the same class or because you both like Chinese food. Thanks, Jen, and we'll see you again soon for some more help. So, Shamita, now that you've had some time to consider my friendship offer... Mm-hmm. I guess I would say... Yes? Okay, we spend a lot of time together, yeah, and we do get along. Yes, yeah, so? I guess I would say we probably are friends. Yay! But... Why did you say but? It's just... What? I mean, you, you said you'd prove that you were all three types of friend. So, useful friend, check. Pleasure friend, check. You still haven't proven that we have a friendship based on virtue. Round three, virtue friendship. How about this? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was raining. Right. And I gave you my umbrella while I got wet. So, I was sacrificing myself for you. Carl, maybe over time, if you keep doing stuff like that, then we'd be considered virtue friends. Oh, hey, look, John's calling again. (sighs) Of course he is. Hey, John. Hey, Stu, how's it going? Hey, it's good. I'm really glad you called, because Carl and I are having this long conversation about friendship. You're actually the perfect person to talk to about this, because you and I became best friends eight years ago. Sounds like a great conversation. John, uh, I'm just thinking back to friendships when you were a kid. And a lot of the time for kids, you know, friendships change or maybe you lose friends when you, for example, change schools. Now, you guys have both finished uh, school or college and you've gone to different parts of America now. So how is it that you guys have stuck together? Uh, I would say being able to keep in contact, um, you know, having regular conversations when you don't live together, making the effort to go visit the other person. Um, how would you say this friendship is different to maybe some of your other friendships, John? Like what, what kind of makes this one stand out in some ways for you? Uh, I would say I just feel a lot more easygoing and comfortable calling her or talking with her about anything at any time. Like I'm walking home from the grocery store, a quick, a quick call just to just to chat, see what's going on. 
um, I would say I don't have that same level of comfort with, with a lot of my friends. Okay. I think that was helpful. Thanks, John. I'll talk to you later, okay? Absolutely. And uh, talk to you later, Carl. It's good to meet you. Oh, y- you too, John. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay. Well, let's ask Dr. Jen, or as I like to call her, DJ, about this highest level of friendship. Yeah, DJ, tell us more. So remember that ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle? He thought that the best kind of friendship was based on virtue. What that means is on somebody's good qualities. For example, they're trustworthy, courageous, kind. And the reason Aristotle thought that was important was because those are the aspects of someone that don't really change. So before we talked about how you change and now you don't find the same kind of sense of humor funny anymore or you stop liking Chinese food. But someone who is courageous and loyal and trustworthy, that's who they are and that's who they are going to be in the future. So maybe, Carl, if you're not courageous right now and you become friends with Shumita, who is very courageous, she will influence you to become more and more courageous. So maybe she might encourage you to go on a roller coaster ride that you might have not gone on because she'll nudge you in that direction, and little by little, you will become more courageous. So friends influence us, and that's why Aristotle thought you want to be friends with someone who has good character because they will make you better. But just because Aristotle thought that this was a very important type of friendship, does that really mean that, for example, kids having lots of pleasure friends or useful friends is somehow less important? No, it doesn't mean that. But what Aristotle had in mind is that you should be on the lookout for one of those virtue friends. And those are not going to be most of your friends or even very many friends. It might be that in your life you only have one of those friends. But it's the kind of friendship that takes a lot of work and that you need to put effort into. Just like Shumita put effort into staying friends with John, even though they didn't go to the same school anymore and they live in different cities. Okay. Thanks, Jen. Shamita, do you think I make you a better person? That's a really deep question, Carl. Um, I think you've made me a better whistler. Yep. Remember that? Taught you that one. You see, am am I doing it right? You're getting there. One day you'll be as impressive as this. Whoa. Yeah, I hope so. But have you made me a better person? I don't know. I'm still not sure about that. Look, I can just tell. Every second you spend with me, Shamita, you're becoming a more virtuous person. (sighs) And to you listening, we'd love to hear about the different kinds of friendships you have in your life. Email us at abc.net.au slash short and curly. That's short, A-N-D, curly, all one word. When you get to our site, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the link to write to us. And for what it's worth, I promise to be your friend if you write to us and give us a review. Carl. What? Come on, we just spent all this time learning about friendship. You can't go around promising friendship to everyone who writes in. Don't you remember anything that Jen said to us? Maybe I'll just really like them if they write in to us then. Okay, that's a bit better. But anyway, wouldn't the world be a better place if we were all just friends and didn't have to worry about all these rules? Carl, that is a question for another time. <laughs> hey, what's, what, what's that? <laughs> it 
guys, it's John again. This time he texted me a really funny selfie. Look at it. Look at how weird his nose looks. Come on, Carl. Let's send one back. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, come on. Ready? Okay, yeah, you're I'm going for the tongue I, out? I'm just gonna... Okay, I'll go for the tongue out. Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Perfect. We look so weird. <laughs> okay, Carl, what are, you, uh, what are you doing after work today? Wait a second. You want to hang out with me? Like like friends? I mean, if you could play it cool for like a second, maybe. You know, I'd love to, but uh, I kind of have other plans, actually. You do? Oh, that's that's your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just hang on a sec. Hey, yeah, yeah. How's it going, man? Oh, yeah. D- did you like the selfie? <laughs> great, great. Hey, yeah, look, I'll be out in a couple minutes. Yeah, Shamita and I are just finishing up. Yeah, yeah, cool, all good. See you in a bit, John. Bye. Wait, was was that John? As in my friend, John? Look, Shamita, I was just texting him earlier in the show, and we just kind of hit it off. Wait, what are you even talking about? You've never even met him. I'm happy to be friends with anyone. I'm not the one with all these strict friendship rules. Man, you really didn't learn anything about friendship today, did you? Well, I've learned how to make several new friends, actually. I'll, I'll see you later. Bye. Unbelievable. You two have fun. A special thanks today to the students in our Brains Trust from Cleveland Middle School in Oklahoma and also the Environmental Charter Middle School in Englewood, Los Angeles. You all sound like you'd be really great friends. See you all next time. This special season of Short and Curly was a team effort between Australia and the United States. Yay! Team Carl is from ABC Audio Studios, part of the very grown-up sounding Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Corporation, corporation, corporation. And Team Shamita is from WNYC Studios in the Big Apple, New York City. The creator and series producer of Short and Curly is Kyla Slarvin. The executive producers of our cross-Atlantic adventure are Emily Botine and Ian Walker. Our sound engineers are Isaac Jones, Hamish Camilleri, and Jolyn Camilleri. Production support from Sarah Sandback and Bridget Burja. And Amy Pearl is just plain awesome. Amy Pearl is just plain awesome. Hey, and also, we got to thank the big bosses. These two people made our adventure to New York possible. Kelly Reardon, head of ABC Audio Studios, and Dean Capello, head of WNYC Studios. And finally, if you're curious to hear the slightly different American version of these episodes, just go to picklepodcast.com. That's pickle, P-I-C-K-L-E, podcast.com.